Welcome to Three Guys on a Brit, an international podcast where we go over many subjects. As usual, I am Jerko, along with Jeej, Windu, and Caveman. Now, today we're going to talk about kids identifying as LGBTQ+. But before we start, let's give a shout out to our top comments on YouTube. Shout out to Stunt V87, Anthony, and Bristle for great conversations. They started on our last video, so Ooh. please go ahead and check them out. So now let's get this conversation started. So Windu, start it off. All right. So I don't know. Let me just pose a question to you guys because this is this is a sensitive subject, <laughs> as we know, right? I love that that stuff that that stuff <laughs> animal, bro. Oh, but it's um so it's a touchy subject for a lot of people, right? I guess I'm gonna start it off by asking how sh- how should us as adults react when a child and i'll specifically say a child under the age of 18 right comes out and says hey i am lgbtq plus how 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 would you guys react personally let's just start there like if your kids came out and said like that so my first original reaction would be okay we need to figure this figure this out together because he's my child of course and whatever he chooses to be it's his option you know what i mean or his choice so i'm not gonna like straight away say no but first we're gonna figure out try to understand his point of view you know have this conversation so i can understand where he's coming from before I can help him out in any way. So that's where I will start off with, first of all, right? So I don't know about Windu, you, uh, Caveman, or Jeej, how you would do it, but that's how I would approach it, my sense, because it's easier for me to do it in that way so that I can clearly understand where he's coming from. You know what I mean? Go ahead, because I, I don't have I, kids, so. <laughs> I mean, I think you do everything out of love. You know, if your kid comes up to you and says, hey, I feel this sort of way, um, you embrace them in love, you know, first and foremost. And you 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 let them know that regardless of whatever happens, you're going to love them, you know, because they're your kids. Um, and second of all, you ask them if they understand what that is or what their definition of LGBTQ is to this you know a plus can't forget the plus so i i mean you definitely want to ask questions at that point to really kind of see where they're at and see if it's i don't know man maybe them or maybe they heard their their friends or like you really want to know what your kid is coming from you know so you ask those questions and i mean it's just at that same time too is uh it's like you do want to know where this information is coming from it's coming from school it's coming from friends what they're watching you know what what they're reading you know because at that age when kids are like sponges and honestly just especially from like the ages like i find that the ages from like eight to like 13 they're like sponges they want to be you know they see their dad or they're you know they see their dad doing uh for, for kids you know their dad's active outside he does let's say softball, all right? There, of course, they're going to want to get interested in softball. They see them all the time watching on TV. They see them watching a basketball or something, or they're going to be interested in that. They're like, no, they're sponges. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where, 
are people going wrong and I shouldn't say people going wrong where are they what are where, the kids watching where the people are showing this uh, this information to these kids and making them think hey I may be gay or hey I may be bi or hey I think I'm a man but I'm trapped in a woman's body or vice versa so it's where that information is coming and as people as parents or as even as aunts uncles grandparents uh you need to understand because you know these kids don't know any better they don't know what that stuff means they don't they don't know what the actual real world is you know yeah so like if let's say an instance of my nieces came up because i don't have any kids but hey i mean my nieces came up because they feel comfortable talking to me or their aunt and said hey i feel this way okay well why the quite the biggest question is why Mm-hmm. Like also, yeah. we gotta understand. We gotta understand this point as well. Like when we say under eighteen, there are a specific teenage part, right, between the ages of fourteen to eighteen, right? I would say fourteen to eighteen because that makes. I would agree. Like, like because teenagers are in a different category by themselves yeah. as opposed to like exactly. preteens or younger, for sure. Yeah. So, so fourteen to eighteen, right? If they came up and told you this there'll be a different kind of a conversation you would have as opposed to anyone under the age of 14 on how you approach it right so first of all like when you approach you know let's just say your 15 year old child comes up to you and it says oh i identify as a gay individual right or whatever it is so my first approach is okay explain more to me as to why you feel that way you know what i mean that's how I would take that first step because they are teenagers, you know, they can still think for themselves. They can understand what's going on because at this point they have already absorbed enough information. They'll even probably go on Google and try and find information over there just by, you know, having on their phone, go on Google, like, oh, what is it like? You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's plenty of information out there, you know, for them and also be part of groups you know, online group chats, whatever it is that, you know, we don't know about because we can't be there 24-7 and just approach them in a sense, be like, oh, okay, so explain more to me as to why you feel that way. So that but I'm going to touch on that, though. I'm going to touch on that, though, because you say, you know, you're not around 24-7, which, you know, as parents, they're not. But is that also going to show a bad sign towards parents that they're not watching what their kids are doing? What they're no, not watching, no, what their kids are watching. No, no, no. See, the thing is, you have to establish a relationship with your child as to be like, listen, when I'm saying I'm not going to be 24 7, is I'm physically not going to be there 24 7 because of work commitment issues, you know, whatever I'm doing, etc., etc. Right. But however, you've got to be there for them in a way where they can come up to you even after you finish work and come up to you and be like, yo, dad. I need to sit down and I need to have a word with you, so and so. You need to have that kind of a bond and relationship. You need to work on it from the get-go so that they're more comfortable for you to, you know, they can come and approach you. You, If you're a close-minded person as a parent, they're not going to approach you, bro. They're just going to be like, you know what? I can't get through to my dad just on a normal basic information or basic conversation. So this conversation, if I'm going to have with my dad, I don't even know what I'm going to expect. I mean, this is you coming from I mean? me though. Like I've, 
I've always had a decent relationship with my father. All right. Um, but I know as growing up, it mm-hmm. was, oh shit, don't let me piss the old man off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like right. it was more of like a hard, like, you know, it wasn't that he was mad at me that hurt more. It was the, I'm disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it was that point. Now that I'm older, it's me and my father have like this. It's like a different, a different relationship. It wasn't, it's not like he's not there being a father anymore. I mean, he is, he's just always be my dad, but it's, he's there now as also a friend. Now I noticed like when you're, you hit that age, like 10, uh, let's actually go with like 12 to like 16, 17. You don't like, it's, you don't need a, your dad to be a friend at that age. I mean, you do, no. you need yeah. to be able to trust your dad. But it's, so, you need so, to, as a parent, what I find is you need to find that fine it's, line. It's our job to mold yeah. them. It, yeah. yeah, it's a fine right. line of being a friend and being a parent. So that's why I said, like, is it really for these young kids to come out and say, I am LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus whatever? Um, is it, is, that's what I'm saying is, is the parents' fault that they're allowing these outreaches to come to, to, come to their kids? To decide um, this at no, a really no, young I age. wouldn't I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's the parents' fault because you see, regardless of how you Yeah, regardless uh, of a relationship with parents, you could still feel a specific way. You get me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so I listen oh. Yeah, carry on, sorry. Carry on. I'm sorry, bro. I didn't I didn't mean to. But yeah, sorry, I, sorry. I think it's um I mean, even in the most um uh the most uh the best situation possible, you know, there's still going to be some people that don't have, I don't know. It's just that one thing that's blocking them from coming out, you know, so am I going to make my parent disappointed? Um, Like I listened to this podcast, uh, the Joe Rogan podcast. um, And he had this guest, his name was uh, Kristen Beck. Um, And this dude, uh, well, I said he was biologically a male, but um, he, I mean, he was the epitome of of what it is to be a man. He was a Navy SEAL, um, you know, he played sports, athlete, like everything, you know, a a dad wants out of their son, you know? He was a man's man. Yeah, and then it took him a while to come out because all along he said he'd felt that he was different, you know, that he he was a woman trapped inside a man's body. And he didn't come out until he was 20. But he said that his, his childhood, his parents were awesome. They were supportive people. But it's just that that shame. Oh, oh, he cut out. We lost him. A Burger King Wi-Fi. <laughs> the Burger King Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but we're waiting on him. But that, yeah. So, so we're going to pause on that. Let let me me go off of what um caveman was saying right so it's it's not see you can't blame parents regardless of what it is because the information look at him he's just frozen bro oh he's (laughs) back just blame um no 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 he's back to being frozen again so you know that big (laughs) no he's normal bro he's there (laughs) i'm back i'm back uh so going off of what you were saying caveman right so it's not technically parents' fault because at the end of the day, it's, you, you you know, you learn from your mistakes what your parents were doing, right? So to you, for example, my dad was a hard-ass hard person, right? So it was difficult for me to go and speak to anyone. 
just like with my mom right it's difficult for me to speak with but at the end of the day you learn from their mistakes right so you be like listen okay so these are the things that i was not able to approach with my family so i'm going to make it easier for my child for him to be of course like what jeej was saying you've got to set the boundary as of you know parent at the same time as the individual that your child can come talk to during any difficult period so you've got to create this kind of like a sense of environment for them to be in this comfortable spot for them to come and chat to you regardless of what the conversation is like you know if i if my child comes up to me is that like your dad i need to have a serious conversation with you all right cool we'll have a serious conversation you know just make him more comfortable that way but at the same time during the other periods i'll be a parent regardless i'll be like listen bro go clean your dishes go wash your pots you know what i mean go clean up go do your vacuum this that and everything but at the end of the day it's just how i approach as an individual parent towards my child and at the same time with the support of my wife we can tackle the issues if they're having a difficult process in regards to any issues not just with lgbtq plus uh situations right but at the same time in regards to any difficult circumstances with their life so that's how you have to approach you know your child to be like all right i can speak to my dad or i can speak to my mom in this particular thing in this sense of topic and i don't have any kind of a bias um you know point of view or anything like that i can be more comfortable and more free you know what i mean so that's how right. i would be like yeah, but that's so. that's the problem though it's that that that's the ideal world you know the problem is that we have um you know parents now that would rather just hand a phone to a kid and say here you go be destructive for a couple hours while I finish work or while I do go to the gym or something, you know, that's the main issue is that you have a lot of people that are confused or using that as an excuse because they feel some type of way or they learn from from somebody else and not from from their parents. You know, when a kid comes up to you and say, hey, dad, I need to talk to you. That's because you put the groundwork to earn exactly. the trust and build that relationship. And that's not the case nowadays, yeah, you know um you know like we talked about in the last the last podcast where we have you know organizations like like disney and 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 companies like that that are spreading a message and those kids that are just left alone to be raised by the tv or be raised by their phones they're picking up that information you know and they're they have that confusion and they don't have that 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 pathway to speak to their parent to say hey listen this is going on can you help me out i'm having issues you know yeah that's not the case but it's also like it's a I mean, conversation as well because um obviously caveman uh presume i assume you got kids obviously so you know exactly yeah. the situation ask him how many you know how many kids you got bro five oh one on the way one on the way oh he's at six 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 that he knows congratulations by the way on the thank you one, bro uh, you know thank what i mean you, man. but thank as you. a new parent window as mm-hmm. a new parent how does this come into play for you i mean i'll tell you the first thing that that pops to mind is i would probably react differently because i have a daughter 
caveman might be able to elaborate a little bit having both you know boys and daughters right sons and daughters but we were all raised in like let's say the last 30 years right we were all raised in an environment that if a girl ever came out and said that she was lesbian you most of the time you don't even take that shit seriously it's like that shit might be a phase you know what i mean right, right. but then if a guy came out and said he was gay it was like hey man there ain't no u-turn there he's gay that was a that was the mindset for the past 30 years <laughs> that was a mindset legit you get me yeah. so yeah. i'd probably say that like first of all i'd be i'd behave differently just because i do have a daughter specifically like i might be over here like you get me I, i'm gonna support her i'm gonna be here for you let's talk about it anything you want to share i got you i'm here not only as head of the household but also as somebody that that she can share with at all times but then at the same time i'm like i'm gonna be real with you you don't even know your blood type so this is a conversation that we're gonna have to talk about <laughs> as time goes on you feel me yeah yeah. yeah 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 so and that's the thing like i think it comes down to understanding or the lack thereof on both sides right because it must be a very confusing time as a kid overall if you ever go through situations like that and yeah. it must be a very confusing time as a parent also because i've heard i've heard of parents like i can tell you like we've we've had family members that ended up being gay i got uncles and aunts that are gay bi lesbian the whole shebang right and it's to the point that they are loved and accepted within our family but I know growing up, I heard my family members, they like on one side, they're like, we love them and we accept them. And on the other side, they couldn't help and think it was like, well, where, what happened? Like they, at some point, the the car had to go down a specific road. Why was there a left turn? Why was there a right turn, et cetera? And I think you find that a lot of times, sorry, just to get, kind of get this out. I think you find a lot of times, especially with the last like hundred years, you find a lot of times that we end up being the way we are because our parents forced us to be that way and made us that way, mm -hmm. right? Like how many times as we were a kid, you might've done the simplest gesture that was totally innocent to you as a kid. And I was like, hey, cut that shit out, that's gay. I don't even know what that means, but okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, you feel me? True. Like, you, like, you gotta be mindful. Like, even though we were molded in that mindset, us as adults, we do mold our kids. So I, I think it would be ignorant to say that it's just a kid reaction because we are based out of our environment. We learn from our environment, we adapt from it, we grow in it, we thrive in it. So sitting like I, it could be some, it could be a total preference. Like for example, I know it doesn't hundred percent relate, but for example, I grew up in a household that absolutely hated video games. Like my, like in my household, they hated video games my entire life. I agree. It was a waste of time. Like that's how you end up being on, on no life. You're never going to have a career, video games, etc. And just that mindset made me want to play them even more because they weren't allowed. You get me? I just want to be a rebel. And I know a lot of kids that their parents were so anti-gay, anti-lesbian, anti-bi, anti-trans like that they literally were like you know what since my parents don't like that shit i'm gonna see what that shit's about i'm gonna start hanging out with this type of people just because they don't like it because fuck them they don't do shit for me you get me 
and so yeah. they and like and whatever the choice the kid chooses i do think it's important to support it but i i think it's important to also have a conversation of that choice has to get presented somehow you get me uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. culture I mean, has really... a lot to do with it you know oh yeah True. but i mean see talking about not talking about the culture i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna do it really early today guys i'm gonna throw my tin hat on yeah, <laughs> hey, oh. let's go. The shades, the shades. Oh. Is, it, <laughs> is this the part of today's society is where we're starting to see a lot more kids and a lot more people start coming out into this into this new identity and this new group? Could it be done by the food that we consume? By the hormones that are given Ooh. to cows, chickens, that are being processed from the food. I mean, uh, are being like the kind of like alterly like. To yeah, soy like boy. Altering our. I mean, the, the genetics from a boy being a boy to a girl being a girl to wanting to be a boy to wanting to be a girl. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm I, just trying to figure out like it could. So, so here, I'll I'll put on my tinfoil hat with you, right? Oh, like so. Here, here's my thing. Here's my thing on it. Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. Delete the cam. Um, but no, no, no. So here's what I'll say. I, I don't know if I can get behind the fact that stuff like, you know, what we ingest has a like is the difference, right? But I know for a fact that it's it's like that old saying. The whole one bad apple ruins the barrel i know for a fact that at the end of the day whenever it comes down to what we ingest into our bodies both health wise and mental wise that can have an effect there's a reason why there's organizations that lobby you know against like what is it, like non-gmo products and shit like that like we know for a fact that it affects our body and the a mental state could be in there as well because hormone imbalance can come from poor diet quite frankly in general like even if you eat fast food non-stop and only fast food that's bound to have some effect physically and mentally on your well-being you get me so I mean, look at look at soy soy was soy is known to have a massive these hormone off. imbalance yeah yeah these are <laughs> yeah. that's over but like soy like soy is known to have like a massive like hormone imbalance check to cause uh, uh lower testosterone and higher testosterone higher estrogen it can uh, be harmful for uh during female pregnancies they they're shown to cause like small birth defects um like there's stuff with soy that's that's wild but for a while there it's little soy sauce on everything 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 was everything was soy you know what I mean? Like, because it was a perfect alternative for lactose. Um, so people were feeding yeah, soy like soy milk kids. and shit like that. Yeah. And that's where that's and that now we're starting to see that generation of kid LGBTQ plus community. This is that generation mm-hmm. where awesome. soy was huge. But and they were getting fed soy as babies. You know what I mean? So, so is it was is it altering not altering their DNA, but altering their their hormone imbalance like and that's causing so, their dna to kind of be like hmm. so you you might be onto something because altering your hormones can affect choices right 
like we all know like let's say for example if if i'm a just a fully grown adult male that doesn't exercise stays at home all the time you get me like literally like no physical activity we know that from physical activity men naturally produce testosterone at a more rapid rate that's why you see a lot of guys that are heavy on testosterone they love fucking working out and shit you get me but it's statistically proven especially as a man gets older their testosterone levels get lower like it just because there is a lack of testosterone let's just say there's more estrogen that doesn't necessarily mean that just because that imbalance happens that immediately somebody's going to change the way they think or their preferences yeah and you know I mean? just to go off of that i just looked online right and it says um this is a proven fact apparently so um soy does not raise estrogen or lower testosterone levels in men misconceptions concerning soy food stems from the fact that soy is a uniquely rich source of isoflavones which are naturally occurring plant chemicals classified as um phytoestrogens phytoestrogens that's how we pronounce it right Phyto- phytoestrogens are plant components found in several different types of foods but the amounts in soy are much greater than other foods however despite being classified as a plant estrogens soybean isoflavones differ at both the molecular and clinical levels from the human hormone estrogen right so <clears throat> it's it it's not, not that it's lower testosterone but it's not that it's a, okay so it's not that it's it does not do anything it depresses it depresses it, it because depresses. soy um has a um a gland these fatty acids uh that are called pal- polyunsaturated fatty acids and these they depress the testosterone production so the produ- the testosterone is not being produced while estrogen keeps going those levels keep keep rising so at that point it can cause a shift in your chemical imbalance in your brain and how you think you know oh, that is the so, biggest theory behind well, and so not even what, that, and not even that too is because here's the thing i was looking at stuff it's like you guys know me and my wife were you know trying to start a family here and there so i started looking on online and stuff stuff that i can do kind of like in a, just a daily routine without going to see a doctor and stuff yeah. and i've read stay away from soy as a man stay so, away from soy because mm-hmm. it starts lowering your testosterone not lowering but it depresses your testosterone count it can actually start uh, not being harmful to your sperm but it starts making you have a lower sperm count to an active because of those acids it's not it, they're not that's the thing the, there's so much there's so much information uh, sporadical informations out there across internet and media out there that we don't we can't clarify it but however like i says over here on this specific thing i'll send you the link so you guys can have a look too um so over here it says technically it does not do anything uh for human hormone estrogens right or in any balance it does not do anything in any effect for men particularly but however it also says that the origin of the concern, uh, concern about hormone disruption has a lot to do with two case reports each describing individual men who experienced hormonal disper- disturbances that allegedly occurred as a result of consuming soy food uh, let me go and send you this link so you can read it with me right <clears throat> so yeah uh experience hormonal disper- uh, disturbances that allegedly occur as a result of consuming soy foods but 
And this is important to note, each of the men described in these reports consumed extremely high amounts of soy foods, about nine times the amount of isoflavones typically consumed by older men in Japan, a country for which soy is traditional component of the diet. Too much of any food may lead to health problems. Furthermore, the soy intake of these two men occurred in the context of nutrient deficient diets, since most of their calories were derived from one food, right? So as it goes on, in contrast to the two case reports, extensive clinical data shows that neither soy foods nor isoflavones affect testosterone and estrogen levels in men. This is true even when intake greatly exceeds typical Japanese intake. Each serving of a minimal, minimally processed soy, cup, or soy food uh, provides about 25 grams, milligrams of isoflavones or 3.5 milligrams of isoflavones per gram of protein. Generally, more refined soy products such as isolated soy protein have much lower isoflavones and that falls under the category of so soy like clearly highlighted in this um, webpage where it says soy does not raise estrogen or lower testosterone levels. That whole segment, it just kind of like... But I gotta play a hit you on your pause because you kept saying everything was about Japanese men. All right. No, now but this is this, what what is no, no, but, what I'm saying. What is, I'm saying is this is on. where the this is where the origin of source came from, right? Because oh, it was I, two I understand men. that. I you understand I mean? that. But here's the thing: you kept saying Japan. Now here's here's where I'm getting on that is one is two different regions, like right. massive, massive regions. But all right, now. But, but the human body, like like I'm just saying. The it's human body, really, the human yeah. body is not the same. You, like, me and it, you, it, it's not the different... same. I, I understand, but this is what they're trying to say: is geographically speaking, right? This is the area that consumes the most high amounts of soy uh, products, right? Compared to the rest of the world, right? Now, how it differs in different different uh, geographical locations, it doesn't. But however, uh, when the information about soy um, affecting your testosterone or hormones or everything like that stemmed from here. Do you know what I mean? It stemmed from here. This is where they're saying that the origin um, source was, right? So maybe, again, media and internet is a fucking, you know, merry-go-round no, because but, people yeah, will publish anything and everything. But you right? got to remember this. It may be, so say I grew... Uh, an acre of soy in Japan and an acre of soy here and let's just say freaking middle of Nebraska right it because of geologically different soils and everything to me that's just saying okay we tested on a uh, let's just say a hundred Japanese men everything was fine cool but why are if they're no I can tell you but I just think I can tell you thousands of fields that I've seen of just soy being grown in the states how do we know that there's not in a chemical that is, is in our ground that's not there that's causing the soy so, to actually to be different than it is in Japan? So so let me let me break this down again. I think there was a misconception over here, right? What I'm saying is the claims came out from these two case reports, right? But however, uh, clinical extensive tests after that has also proven. So it could be in different regions. What I'm saying is that these two reports came from Japan. This is where the information kind of mm. spurted out. Do you know what I mean? Well, can it be so, can it be also the the regulations of such country like 
For example, here in the United States, we grow GMOs. We have different laws than Europe. Europe, you guys have very stringent laws on yeah. what type of pesticides, fertilizers you guys use. And I'm pretty sure it's the same in Japan. Like you know, everybody else, like, but like, us. The, like, like, for example, like, I don't know. Um, this is a recent conversation that came into my thing, right? So obviously that we are now away from EU and we're trying to make trade deals across the pond with you guys in the USA and everything like that. The majority of the concerns that a lot of general public had was like, yo, bro, there was the chicken with chlorine. I don't want that shit. I don't want to eat nothing that's uh, attached chlorine and food together. Like, fuck that shit. Do you know what I mean? That's the kind of general thing. But what I'm saying here in this particular conversation right is the original information that went across virally i would say the information that just sprouted out was from these two cases but however it says specifically that after extensive test results across every way it shows that it does not affect um hormone levels or testosterone you know well, testosterone or estrogen levels in human beings for men yeah. in particular do you know what i mean Right, but I'm thinking the. I think it's just a whole the whole process. I'm talking about the soy. The soy itself, it's proven to depress testosterone. Then now you're you're spraying pesticides on this to keep all the bugs off. Those have their own chemicals, and God knows what they do to the human body. And then the fertilizer. And then let's not talk about the seed. You know, the seed has been genetically modified in the lab somewhere. You know, so like there was a study that showed that um, through pesticides a frog was made gay yes i saw the study i'll look it up i'll send it to you guys so this bug this uh this frog was eating the dead bugs off of this crop you know they sprayed it these bugs died or whatever so this, this frog was collecting the the, the Easy bugs lunch. ingesting right exactly so ingesting these these uh these flies that were sprayed by this pesticide and the chemicals and and the and the poison seeped into his body and they studied the these animals and they found out that they were lower on testosterone and they were trying to hump each other you know the male frogs were so it's in a study i'll send it to you guys so it, it's been proven that there has been um chemicals introduced to the things that we eat that are not only giving us cancer but also shifting our sexuality and that's and that's the gmos that are not gmos the and that's the part like where I say with soy is because even though soy does kind of like it may not depress it, but you hit that with the pesticides. How do we know what those pesticides aren't chemically changing that soybean or changing the grain that your chickens eat? And then when the chickens eat that grain, what's saying that that pesticides and that chemicals that are now uh, introduced into that grain that those chickens are not now being changed to it's it's a weird thing man that's why like food that's why i'm wondering like is it really with the with the signs of these kids and you have all this processed food nothing's natural like you take a chicken nugget tyson chicken nugget no slam on tyson this is a whole different podcast we're talking about tyson chicken but and tyson in general but like they're no not they're all their chicken nuggets do a lot of more processed chicken like it's not real like they don't sit there and they chunk out chicken and make chicken nuggets it's they grind it to almost a paste put it in a tube and they run it in a tube freeze it batter it and they put it in the fryer or, you know pre-fry it and then when you get it home you cook it 
so they're giving all these processed foods who's not to say that it's these processed foods that these parents are just giving their kids they're changing their hormone imbalance changing their chemical imbalance and it's making more of like what i want to call a small time uh, a really small uh pandemic i mean because now kids are coming out it's going to sound really bad on my part and i don't mean to sound bad at all but it's making more kids starting to come out of the closet in many ways and not know what they're doing so something's got to be the the cause of it you know what i mean there just can't be out of nowhere like hmm, okay you know it's time no it, there's something has to be the cause so let me let me go off of that real quick and i'm curious as to what you guys think because the counter argument that somebody might present is maybe the reason why there's more kids coming out is because it's more socially acceptable nowadays how would you guys like what do you guys think about that mindset well i guess it depends uh, on what region of the world you're living in mm -hmm. i would say in the united states sure canada the uk um australia that's true, there's still a lot of countries where it's not socially acceptable no. but is it no, still really not. socially accessible in some parts of the u.s though i mean it depends on the particular thing. region and the location right so each different locations across different different countries and different um parts of the planet um depending on the kind of environment you're living in and like for example let's just say tribes right if you lived in a particular tribe how they go off with it how they live their life you follow according to their rules their regulations and try and follow through with it so it's the same thing so each particular location depending on the people that's around socially accepting people will be okay with it but then afterwards you might have another location just fucking two streets down my road right which is totally unacceptable for you to come out in any way right so it's just it's it's a very difficult position to be in in each different situations right so unlike where know. i'm at you can go 10 miles down the road get to saint petersburg and they have a fucking parade every weekend <laughs> i yeah. mean it it's a it, yeah don't get me wrong it could just be that it's more that it's more socially ex acceptable but man for it's just it, my thing of it is with these kids the reason why i said there has to be there has to be a culprit somewhere and it can't people you just can't say oh it's more socially acceptable no because these kids don't know what they want these kids don't know what they are these kids don't even know what they want to be when they grow up but they can decide yep i want to take i want to be i want to have a male partner for the rest of my life well if then is it, isn't that back again, isn't that back then towards nature versus nurture right because again, at that point, like, like for example, they might not know. That's a perfectly valid point, right? But then isn't that where the parent or the support systems around them would kick in and either encourage that or shut it down? Well, I mean, you, get me? and, you, and, you support it. You support it, but you don't support a chemical change or an actual physical change of, oh, well, I want to be I want to be a girl now, dad. You know, because for whatever reason, I like Barbies or whatever, or I like dresses. I like to wear dresses. Cool. That's fine. Like we talked about earlier, maybe it's a phase, you know, but the problem lies when you make a drastic change to your body, you know, like, for example, we were talking about 
the culture thing, right? So I'm Mexican, right? My parents are Mexican and the Mexican culture is very machista. You know, it's a man's world. Very macho. You know, and, you know, we, have, we don't have time for that. You don't have time for that. God forbid, you know, if, if a Mexican dad had a gay son, it, it'll break oh, his heart. God. Oh, my God. It would be seven days of oh, mourning. It would be like, 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 yeah. Like, like I can, I can. Yeah, in Hispanic cultures, that's the, yeah, like that. Yeah, like, it's culture. in Hispanic culture in yeah. general. And I guess that, that also has to do with a lot of, a cat, like, a very strong Catholic upbringing. In the majority of Hispanic cultures, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, but, if but that ever, if that ever happens, it's it's a really big deal in Hispanic families, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but see, like, now, I, I, can, I can relate. I can relate because, because yeah, because yeah, yeah. I've noticed that you say it's a really big thing in Hispanic culture. But since I've been down here, which I'm now more in a more Hispanic culture, you know what I mean? Um, you saying you saying Florida is a Hispanic culture, bro? <laughs> Boy, Apparently, you better know Spanish. I, I know, but um, I, uh, I I noticed like you say that it's a, like a big into the culture for Hispanics to not, you know, for their kids not to come out and all that stuff. But like, man, I see a lot, like a lot of a lot of Hispanics that are out of the closet here, mm-hmm. and I thought always the same thing. Like it's like they're that's just they're you know. That's not like not well, normal. I should say they're here well, but, now. They're here uh, now. But I was gonna say like it in Canada. I mean in Cuba or in Venezuela. No. It's a different deal. No, I was gonna say like like I can I can completely relate kids, to you guys kids. being I'm not saying from like, adults. I'm talking about kids. Being, oh no, being no. coming from a like a here there is. mixed mixed yeah. race family, mixed mixed ethnic background, right? I'm telling you, I understand caveman's point of view, Windu's point of view, right? But at the same time, I also understand the Caribbean point of view. Like, bro, mm-hmm. that's a different fucking situation there too. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? As soon as you come out here, you're like, I'm disappointed in you. Get out. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But check this out, things. though. Check this out, though. In so, uh, a southern part of, of Mexico, right? Sorry to, to cut you off. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. But in the southern part of Mexico, though, in the Oaxaca region, that that part of Mexico is more indigenous than European, you know, because we have the European influence and whatnot. So down there, though, that European influence hasn't been so so prevalent, right? So in that part of the world, warriors. yeah, yeah. So that part of the world, they have three genders, right? They have the male, female, and they have what is called a muha or a muha, M-U-X-E-S, right? So these these uh, people, they're considered transgendered. They're men that have the spirit of a woman. And these people are uh, appreciated, appreciated in the community. In fact, they have a prominent position in the Catholic Church. They, they, they decorate the churches. They help with the... With the um, with the ceremonies so it's kind of that that warp like well is it the religion or is it the culture but here we in that part of the world you have a more accepting society so that's like like really like yeah, no, that, you know, that, yeah. that's really strange like, so, yeah, i, I want to read something to you guys let me let me read this to you uh, yeah so this is by the human rights campaign right they have an article that's titled Transgender children and youth understanding the basics, right? So I'm going to read just a paragraph to you guys, and I want us to dissect it. I want first to get your reactions. How do you feel even hearing this? 
and then we're going to break it down as to is this you know do you approve of this do you disapprove etc so it starts off by, by saying the general rule for determining and this is they go into different categories but since we brought up the whole transgender thing i want to focus on this specific piece here because as far as for example uh gay bi lesbian etc that's more of a preference that's just the sexual the orientation interest right that's something that can go back and forth they can go you know they can have a specific preference hell most of us were emo at one point but that doesn't mean we are anymore you get what i'm saying like preferences can change but this one is a little bit more of an entirely different ballpark than when we go into that field now it says here the general rule for determining whether a child is transgender or non-binary rather than the gender non-conforming or gender variance because again there's the plus that we could go into on that side is if the child is consistent, insistent, and persistent about their transgender identity. Then the following example to say, in other words, if your four-year-old son wants to wear a dress and say he wants to be a girl once or twice, he's probably not transgender. But if your child, who was assigned male at birth, repeatedly insists over the course of months or years that she is a girl, then they're probably transgender. So I get, I, I specifically here, I guess they're saying it's more about the persistence. Like just because your kid says Constant. once or yeah, just because your kid says once or twice, like I want to be a girl or I want to wear a dress or I want to play with dolls. That doesn't necessarily mean that they are a specific way. But if they're constantly saying that over years, then that might be a more of an underlying clue that shouldn't go ignored is what they're saying here, right? Um, and then as well, they're saying children who are gender non-binary, in other words, they do not feel that they are a boy or a girl, but perhaps a little bit of both or neither may not have a words at a very young age to capture that feeling over time. It may, it may become more clear to them and ultimately to you that they are non-binary versus trans girl or trans boy. So I understand that this is. A whole nother world and it got a lot more complex there towards the end but let's just let's just focus on the first half here for a little bit so if a kid like let's say for example we i can i can make the fair assumption that we all didn't know the difference as kids we might have seen a sibling playing with a doll and it's like yo i want to play like what the fuck y'all are playing i want to play i'm over here sitting by myself twiddling my thumbs just bored as fuck i want to play right yeah. like y'all are having a blast my sister and her homies are in the room having a blast i'm over here by myself like hey yo can i play with y'all no <laughs> dolls are for girls and i'm like what the fuck am i supposed to be for the next hour <laughs> you feel me like like as kids we we're innocent like we might not know better but like where where do we draw that line as adults to understanding a difference like that like all like let's say for example if if you have a son and he wants to randomly play with barbies one day that doesn't mean anything realistically in a one-time instance you get me no because would you classify at that point like i remember having gi joes oh yeah you know what I mean? Power Rangers and shit, yeah. And right. Spider-Man. But know, as I'm saying, so like those things, yeah, they made the action figures. They're still dolls. You, yeah. You see what I'm saying? 
That was just an official name to make it not gay back in like the eighties and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, the way they classified it, right? Right. They wanted to separate between a man, boys' dolls and girls' dolls. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. So like, if your kid wants to play with dolls, it's okay. Well, why don't you try to? If your parent, if you're a parent, he goes to the store and he wants to play with with a doll. All right. Depending on the age range, they're four and they want a freaking cabbage patch doll. I'm sorry, the kid's gonna get a freaking cabbage patch doll because there's nothing wrong with the kid having a cabbage patch doll. All right. Now, if he's like eight, nine, ten, and he goes off the shelf and he grabs a Barbie, they go, okay, well, how about this? You know what I mean? Not trying to, just trying to give him that idea of showing him that there's different kinds of action figures. Maybe some, maybe some kids in class brought some Barbies and are playing Barbie and he's just seen it. He's like, hmm, kids play with dolls. Cool. I think in that example, It'd probably be more with what Caveman was saying. Like, I think if we notice little things like that, like let's say an eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old, we're at the shop and I don't know where they, the, there's an eight-year-old boy that wants to buy a Barbie. I think at that point, it's it's perfectly okay. And we arguably should question as an adult, be like, why, like, what made you want to pick a Barbie? You know, mm-hmm. like just out of curiosity. Right. Not saying you can't have it. But like, why that one? Like, there's literally a million toys in this one fucking aisle alone. What made you pick that one? And I think the answer and how we react to the answer is probably the most important and where most adults fail. And if you have an issue with your kid playing a Barbie, why don't you get a basketball and go outside and play with a kid? Why don't you become an influence on your kid's life? You know, because it's not really what you do it's how you make your kid feel. You know, if they associate a positive experience with a basketball or a football or something that makes you feel like your son's son, like a real man, you know what I'm saying? Then do shit like that. You know, you can't say it like that either, though, because hold on. Now, it's you also got to think about single mothers, moms out there. I'm going to tell you right now, single moms, don't be afraid to take your kid out and play. No matter if it's yeah. a boy, do boy things. You know, it may not be right yeah. there. Don't be a single mom that dresses your kid up. Okay. I mean, if you have I'll a- tell you, like, I came from a single mom household. My, I never went outside and played with my mom. I never, uh, I never like, like if my mom literally was the mom that was working and at home. It was just a mom. She cleaned, she cooked, she got on to me for doing stupid shit. Like, like I know a couple. But, like, my know, like my my upbringing had more to do with the kids that I hung out with. My preferences yes. had more to do with the kids that I hung out with. So at that and point, for a lot of people, that's not in your control who your kids choose to hang out with. Say it like that. Only reason I say it like that is because I know a few. I have like a few friends that they they have a couple. They have some kids that are boys, and they they kind of like it's like, dude, don't do that. He's a boy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, I know you're a single mom, but don't do that. He's a boy. You see what I'm saying? Like, they let him play with a makeup brush. They let him play with some makeup. Or if he wants to play with makeup, give him a coloring book. You know what I mean? Like, it's on those standpoints. It's, you're not, it's some of these kids, they're not, it's not the way they feel. It's the way that they're being brought up. They're being shown makeup. They're being shown all these dresses. It's, it's to a different standpoint. Like, Wendy, you had, you had, apparently you, you had some siblings that lived with you, right? And you growing up, yeah. Only, you weren't just an only child with your mother. Correct. I, it was me and my sister. Right. Okay, so 
But I was the only male in a in a female household where it was my my grandmother, my aunt, my mother, and my sister, and then me. Yes, but I was just saying. So it's but your mom. If your mom seen you playing with makeup, she went. What would she do? Or your sister seen you playing with makeup? Playing with your makeup. They probably would have got mad that I just fucked up all their makeup. To be real with you. Okay, but there's some. But, <laughs> but, but I know. Because like, I because I know me. I I didn't go. Hey. Let me be very delicate with this. I would have gone and be like, "What's at the bottom of this tray?" And they, yeah, and then, there goes a hundred dollars. Like, don't leave, don't let them alone in that room. But you were being a boy. It's the fact of there's a mother that will go and see her kid throwing it. You know, oh, I see mommy do this a hundred times, and they'll put it on, and then mommy's like, "No, no, no," and then they'll do their makeup. You see what I'm saying? So it's, you're saying that it's a case of nurture instead of nature yes so you can raise a kid to be more feminine than masculine yes i mean i i I think that's something that can't be argued because like like based off of your upbringing right but but here's the thing and here's where i want to make a distinction we all know plenty of male that are very feminine but that doesn't mean that they're gay or trans or whatever and we all know plenty of females that are very masculine females more testosterone probably than a lot of guys that i know but that doesn't mean she's a lesbian or trans or whatever you get me so like it's i think it's very important to distinguish that just because there might be a hormonal imbalance that doesn't mean that changes their preference or the way they identify as themselves well like growing up there was a kid i'm not saying any names but there was a kid that i went to school with and we known for a long time like even when we were like fifth or sixth grade like this kid you know he's gay you know what i mean like we all knew it and he just would never come out and just never 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 and we finally figured out he would play with barbies you know he would do all the things that the girls were doing he wanted to hang out with all the girls and that's all he ever wanted to do with well we ended up finding out one of the girls finally said you know what i'm gonna figure this out and she came on to him like they could like a girl, like you know, like you know, you know, it's tenth, eleventh, senior. Like a girl like testing him or whatever. Testing him, she came out to him, and they've they've known each other for years. Like I said, they were in that same friend group. She became out this to, to say that she laid on his bed, buck ass naked, and tried to do stuff with him. And he turned, they turned her right down, and pretty much came right out and finally said, "No, I I I like men." Like he's got to that age. Where he finally was able to just come out and say it. But those were those little things where it's for the longest time. It's kind of fucked to do all that just to find out. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. That's that's, that's, no offense to your homegirl. That's that's a bitch move. I'm going to just throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were friends and it wasn't, it wasn't, but the thing of it was, it wasn't like I may have shouldn't make it sound bad, but. Because they were friends for that whole entire trial growing up. She fell in love with him. She was in love with the kid. Oh, so she actually was interested in him. It's not like she just she did it to do it. Oh, that's she a little different. To do it to do it. All right. She like she was in love with the kid. And it comes out. He finally said, no, I'm, I'm gay. But that's you, where it was. We knew it. You know what I mean? I got, I got an opposite experience. 
I had I had this one classmate of mine in middle school that bro you swore this kid was gay man you was super freaking feminine like he how he spoke his mannerisms everything you're like all right dude's gay I mean he was a cool kid you know what I'm saying dude yeah. old girls like nobody like nobody else bro he had girls like left and right and center like Joker says bro it was crazy and he liked girls it's just that his mom raised him and he grew up around a bunch of women and he just learned their ways and he was good with women but mm -hmm. he swore bro like he was like flamey like super flamey bro and i'm like what the fuck like as a kid growing up you're like it was a mind fuck you're like damn dude you thought, <laughs> thought you like dudes but bro <laughs> he pulled girls like nobody and like nice girls you know like all the other kids wanted to be with these girls nah he would pull them crazy you know so it's just kind of opposite experience mm -hmm. that's, that's yeah i mean but that's a that's I don't same have time story contributing no, so like it's, <laughs> any kind of experiences this way. It's at that <laughs> point to you know to like kind of bring the the circle back to full is do are these what is making these kids realize that they want to be part of the LGBTQ community? I mean, the, but sorry, I was just gonna say that's that's gonna be. I don't think we'll ever really find a true really? answer because that's like that's like saying what like imagine any click let's just generalize here let's get off of this specific subject for a second right let's just say music genre what makes somebody like a specific genre like their upbringing their personal choices right like there's there's a lot that goes into it but at the end of the day it's just like what what about it's what about almost impossible to determine what about people when they get locked up that go gay for the state what about that? Like, let's say you're a dude, right? And you serve 15 mm -hmm. years in the pen, right? Mm -hmm. It gets lonely. Let's say you did some questions. 15, year, 15 years with only guys? 15. It's, 15, it, bro. I, I've heard that shit's just normal. To be real. It's just normal. At that point. But at right? the same time, too, with those, when you bring up the same, like, you know, go gay for the stay, but is it, is it, you really classify as being gay for the stay if, if you're with a cellmate that you're now getting raped your whole entire stay, you see what I'm saying? Now, does that, is that making you now turn gay that, or is that you I, gay? I, I, you know what I mean? I like, I think so. It's not, but if you had, if you knew some dude that come out of the pen that, you know, and you, your homie was in pen, he told you like, dude, this dude used to get, you know, he was getting butt fucked all the time. Like, yeah, he's, he, he started to just stop fussing about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know what I mean. Like, like it's, to give it's, it up. basically he, he just at that point he just submitted to whatever fucking shit that he was going to receive for the next few years or whatever it was because if he was not fighting out of it, then he's just like, yeah, this is a normal thing now. He but, just submitted himself. You know what now, I mean? but now the people so, that are doing that, unfortunately, are they gay. See what I'm saying? Right. Exactly. I mean, it's a, it's, 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 it's a, it's a. Like, what was it? Like, um, there was a Twitter, right, feed, which the guy turned around. And I'll say the specific words that came into that Twitter was, right? Again, this is, I think even Windu knows about that tweet, right? Where the guy turned around and said, hey, man, I got my dicks up by a dude, but it doesn't mean that I'm gay. Right, right. right. 
Right. You only and gave when I, when I saw that tweet, to give it. Yeah, like, no, but the, the thing is, like, nah, my dude, you're gay. Like, regardless, right? If you receive it or give it, you're gay. Well, it makes me think if of you that movie. You guys, you guys ever seen Bay. Kumar? You ever seen that movie, Coil Nature and the Kumar? Yeah. They, they have a scene I'm that's just like that, that in Harold and, and Kumar. Yeah. 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 I'm not, and and, I'm not and here's something I want to suck my dick. And here's something to preference, of course. Like you know, like w- like me and Joker had a conversation about this because it's not even like you know, like we don't even care whether the, the dude was gay or not. It's just the fact that yeah. that mindset came up, the fact that those yeah. thoughts came up, right? Like at that point, it almost seemed like a little unhealthy. Somebody like somebody in denial of something that they like. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like at that I point, mean, I think that guy was making the whole stigma for the LGBTQ plus even worse by making yeah. an argument like that. Instead of just coming out and saying, Hey, I like this specific thing. Like, you know what? Okay, I fuck it. You sorry. like your thing, whatever. Like, but like that, that you know, like I, that stigma, like what the, the thought process made it worse. That context of that text that he had written on that tweet made it sound like he enjoyed it. That was his happy thought. And, you know, things like that. It was just like the whole mindset was like, yo, I'm I'm enjoying this shit. And I'm, this is me. I like this thing. You know what I mean? And but wouldn't... afterwards he turned around and he just blasted out, which basically, if you look at the Twitter comments, it's like a lot of gay dudes, a lot of guys came in there and says like, hey man, I am gay. But the way you said this shit and the way you said this in this tweet, I'm not gonna say that you're not gay. You are gay. <laughs> See, and here's my here's my thing on it too. I'm very, I'm very bothered personally by individuals like that because at the end of the day, that comes back to what we were saying—the whole nature nurture thing. That's a nurture thing. Like that's literally somebody that has preferences towards a male and so what be it whatever do your thing but maybe like in his mind the way he was brought up the the people he was around and shit right like that mindset right there sounds like low-key a prison mindset be like hey man you low-key might like guys but hey as long as i'm not the one you know taking it i ain't get like that sounds like some shit you just convince yourself while you were doing 10 years my dude yeah (laughs) like legit yeah and i think that's a whole like nature nurture thing like i really think regardless of the preference that anybody has whether it be our kids whether it be these grown-ass adults that are out there i think the nate the nurture that goes around them it's all fucked all over the world, all over the United States. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of what that preference is, the way some people react and the way that, like, <laughs> the things that these, like, some of these people start believing to themselves, just like deny or be in denial. Like, in that case, for example, it's like, hey, man, you like guys, just get over it, just say it, keep going. Fucking go, go get a law degree, focus on something else. Like, but the tweet was um what do you call it it's one of those tweets uh, like one of those sentences where it was um contradictory tweet you know what i mean it was just mm-hmm. a very contradictory tweet 
like within that same sentence he denied and he admitted that he was gay let me let me ask let me ask you this guys because i saw this documentary on lions right and there was this old lion he had his pride and a new male came in to the pride right so the young male challenged the old male you know for the the pride he wants to be the top guy right so the young Talking guy about takes lion up- king here no, nah, not Lion King. Not Lion King. The real fucking lion, right? Real okay. fucking lion. So, so you're talking this... about the circle of life. <laughs> the circle kind of, of maybe. So check this Jesus out. Christ. So the the young lion takes out the old lion, kills him, right? Or doesn't kill him, but like he beats him. They have fights or whatever. So the old lion's laying there. So what does the young lion do? He comes up behind him and he mounts the old lion and he fucks him to show now, his dominance. Gay. Shows dominance. Dominance. So, do you think that it's also opportunity? Because I've also had friends that were lesbians. I met them as lesbians. Then they broke up with that specific partner, turned around, have a kid with a male, and then went right back to being lesbian. So, I mean, I guess that means bye. But is it also opportunity? You know, is it maybe? What do you mean by opportunity? opportunity? Yeah, like oh, okay, no, no, okay. What what you just said, kind of. Because I will say this, like, I, I I think we've all seen, and this is kind of fucked up in, in general that this happens to, to a lot of kids, right? But we've all seen, let's say, a male that isn't the most attractive or a female that isn't the most attractive, right? Like, it, it happens. Not everybody ends up on the, not everybody ends up above a three, right? Yeah. <laughs> like statistically three to six is the average population. Like not everybody ends up above a three. Some people are literally ones and twos. It, it happens, right? Um, but we we've all seen these individuals that like, for example, it's a girl that isn't the prettiest. But I'm a nine and a half myself. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Listen to this guy. <laughs> Listen to this guy. His mullet counts for seven points. This, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the silver streak is a point and a half. <laughs> <laughs> aye, aye, aye. <laughs> but um but uh, we've also we've all seen these people that let's say for example, it's a it's a guy or a girl that is not the best looking right it's a guy or girl that doesn't really take care of themselves let's say they might be morbidly obese or they might just you know like i i think self-care really goes a lot into that situation right and it's and it's typically i i I see it that it might be a guy or a girl that doesn't really get a lot of opportunities with the other sex because of the stigma that they fall into you get me like specifically when you have like what is it i saw i saw tinder uh statistic the other day where females only swipe right to 20 percent of males that they see but males swipe right to like 60 or 70 percent of females (laughs) cast that net bro well but 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 i'm still but i'm saying in general you could still find yourself in the outlier of not like nobody's throwing a fishing line towards you right so at that point can moments like that can upbringings like that have that mindset of well if girls aren't interested in me as a guy does that mean i should be interested in guys instead you get me like there's people that start thinking like that 
You it could prospects. be like, let me see, let me see if I can get any kind of an attention from the same sex. Do you know what I mean? So, well, there's like, there's people I, like that. Like I know, I I know girls that started as lesbians, never even tried to be straight because they never got a shot with a guy. Were lesbians their entire life. And then 20, 30 years old, started taking care of themselves, started going to the gym, eating healthy, you know, like they they're focusing on their career and stuff. And then out of nowhere, they just started talking to a guy, hit it off. Now they're married with kids and they got their own thing going. But then in a situation like that, it's like, well, was that just like you mentioned, like an opportunity thing, like a lack of opportunity thereof? Or was it an actual personal choice? Because I, I yeah. we all as guys know that oftentimes that choice is not up to us whether we get accepted oh, yeah. or not. We we can cast our net, we can we can spit game or whatever, but it's ultimately like for example, uh, you know, like me being a straight guy, it's ultimately up to the female whether she accepts me or not. Now I can't I can't say that I came from an upbringing where I got you know like. A, like a shit ton of rejections we've all had rejections right mm-hmm. but i can i can only imagine what it would be like growing up and every single attempt was a rejection never never getting a single yes you know what i mean like a lot like the majority of guys at least get a couple yeses throughout their life even guys that are like you know like not the most charismatic not the best looking etc uh you know just speaking from a guy's perspective we at least get a yes here and there right but i can only imagine like what does that do to you psychologically if you never get a yes because of the way that you look or because of the way that people see you you get me yeah i can imagine that shit my my fuck with your head so bad and and i like i can imagine somebody sitting there and be like damn bro maybe the reason why it's not working is because i'm shooting at the wrong target i can totally see people going down that route yeah, but a lot of time too is though, like I've seen it where, um, like I had a buddy, he, he went with his, what's his, was this his sister's, uh, I think it was his sister's, uh, engagement party or whatever it was. And he told his sister, you know, for your engagement gift, I'm going to take you and your bridesmaids and everything out. And we're going to go and have a party. You know what I mean? We're going to go, go drinking and everything else. Well, they went to a gay bar. And he's one of those dudes where he knows who he is. You know what I mean? It was nothing. He just went and sat at the bar, paid for all of his sister's drinks, his, for her friend's drinks, and let them party. And he literally told me, he's like, dude, it was the weirdest thing. He's like, I had such a blast at a gay bar, and I never got hit on once. And don't get me wrong, like, he's not, like, some ugly-ass dude. You know what I mean? Like, he's... He's well put together. He has money and everything else, but he never got hit on once. And he finally is like, you know what? It's kind of weird. So I asked somebody, I said, how, how come I'm like, I'm at a gay bar and I'm not a bad looking dude. I'm not getting hit on either. The gay, the gay man literally came up, gay bartender really said, honey, we can tell you're straight. <laughs> oh, like that. We're gaydar. not the gaydar. They, the gaydar. <laughs> and he, that's what my friend said. He's like, that made me really think gaydar is real. Like, it's it's real 
it's yeah, pro- the probably intuition. the way as his body language came across and everything that made them right. like, sit there and judge him. Probably but they kept me- an eye on him since the time he yeah. entered into the place. <laughs> and the staff so was look at it, look at, looking at his mannerisms, <laughs> the way yeah. he talks, the way yeah. he speaks. Probably just played into perspective. They like he was partying with his sister, and that was like yeah. he wasn't up there just. He's like, dude, I was just, I was having a good time. I was partying. We were hooting and hollering. Like we weren't, you know, anything else in there. And he was like, so that makes me just go back to wonder, like, are, if you, the, the gate, the gaydar thing is real, then again, how is that really people knowing if they're, they're really not gay or not? You know what I mean? Well, I, I think that whole gaydar thing has more to do with the whole, masculine feminine sort of vibe like you like for example you can tell when a guy is more feminine regardless of well whether like his actual appearance right and you can tell when a female is more masculine as well and i think that's just them stereotyping in that case you know what i mean because at that point like what is it like statistically if you put like let's say 10 pictures and nine males are straight and one of them is gay statistically a gay person will be able to kind of pull them out of the hat but at that point is that just because with estrogen and testosterone and stuff like you can like your facial features like you know like the way that you carry yourself there's a lot that might be able to kind of give that shit away be real with you you get me it's true it's true but but at that point it's like we were talking about is is that just a stereotype because maybe there's a guy that has more estrogen regardless of everything and he gets picked out like you feel me because we've all i know we've all seen like plenty of homies guys whatever that they're gay but if you looked at them you would never be able to tell yep oh yeah like never my fault i know dude he's fucking swore than all hell like yeah like he's jacked out of his mind and everything else you would never in a million years, if you would look at him, you're like, you would never know this dude was gay. Like, is oh, it? He, he, he's gay. He's gay, gay, gay. But that's what I'm saying. That's literally, it, even, even stigmas like that, like the whole, you know, like LGBTQ plus, like they got their own radars or whatever. I think that's kind of fucking them up. Like that's something that makes them look even worse. You get me? Because at that point you're singling people out. It's like, hey, you can tell. You get me? Where realistically, if it's a preference, you're not going to be able to fucking tell unless they decide to show it. If they decide to show it, then at that point, that's a little different, right? But uh, like, I it's stigmas like that are going to fuck everything up even more for the movement, right? It's the whole movies, uh, TV shows, the stigma that they portray about how a gay individual is or a trans individual is, is also like comes into play too. So... You know, if you watch a movie, right, and then afterwards you see as like as a straight person or uh, audience who's a straight person, and you see this man coming in there and the, the portray like he's gay in this specific way, you're like, okay, so that's what a gay man would look like. But for all you know, you don't know what a gay man would look like because that's just what you're watching and weaving. Right. Do you know what I mean? You don't know what if that person is gay or bi or trans. No, and this is probably going to be the wrong wording that I'm probably going to use, so please don't crucify me in the comments. But like, it gives the perspective, like, so 
what I've noticed so with gay men or even gay women, I'm just gonna use gay men in the, the thing where it gives that really weird that wrong word for, for gay men is the fairy or the one that's more like flamboyant. There we go, that's a better word because you get those ones that are more loud, they're they alter their voice, they they do everything like you know what I mean, like in that standpoint. But that's I see that a lot more being tri- pr- like no, that, shown in say, movies. In movies, I would say, and that's where I would that's say where this that's, is where this is where they probably is kind of like a differentiator. So like the way they're being flamboyant and everything like that, I guess that falls under the queer section, right? Now, most of the time media interprets the queer section as the gay section, right? So a lot of people have this misconception because there's not a lot of like a particular thing because you don't know if this person is so and so or you don't know if this person is so and so but they generally as soon as you think of queer gay the word gay comes into your head you automatically now you associated one with the other yeah now you're automatically automatically assuming you're flamboyant you wear a purse you'll be walking around doing your eyelashes talking our hair honey no you know speaking in that kind of sense like, you're kind of well joker hey man we've been talking about it it's okay bro <laughs> well, no i mean but you you bring up you bring up a great point you bring up a great point joker like they're the lack of knowledge and education is harmful for this entire movement and everything right and i guess you could say the other side of that coin the lack of wanting to be educated the lack of wanting to get knowledge because there are a lot of conservative individuals out there which you know to each his own there's a lot of conservative individuals out there that it's like hey man i don't want to hear it i don't want i don't care what's going on this is the way i feel bam this is the way it should be and they're just or completely closed off areas or educating the wrong areas like educating the LGBTQ plus movement in school for kids or and stuff like that. Like that to me, that's the wrong place to educate. And but they do need to find a way to educate it and not, but don't put it towards kids. Like they should honestly, like if it's my opinion and this may just be a biased opinion, but if you're going to educate your, your community, do it to kids that have a higher demographic that can understand. Like I said, like we were talking about the other day about uh, teachers doing it inside school. About, you know, I can tell this kid's LGBTQ plus, uh, you know, I'm a supporter. Let's just support these kids. Uh, no, that's not the place that you do it. You're not paid to be an LGBTQ supporter. If, if you want to do that, do a seminar or reach out to parents and tell parents that, you know, I have no issue if if you, you know, if you don't, if you want a mediator into this to talk to your child, I believe your child is part of the LGBTQ community. Um, I have a sense of background, blah, blah, blah. Don't just teach it inside school to a difference. So there's, there are ways to educate it, but don't just force the education because then you're going to get the wrong education across. Like here's the thing, like, 
the best way best way to approach it is like you know you get those most of the time you get those cold slips that comes through your post box and just drops it like this leaflet of information yes. for a pizza or maybe for a fucking jehovah's witness leaflet that you might just see over there you know what i mean so things like that just drop it in there i know sometimes it's gonna be unnoticed and a lot of people will just look at it and be like junk and throw it away but then there are a few individuals out there who will look at it and be like yo let me see what kind of a coupon is going on today let me see if i can get some kind of a discount you know what i mean or and things like that and those are the kind you of think people we're educating through like, cold meal no, 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 just no, that sounds like a horrible idea saying, bro uh, no 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 not educating <laughs> through cold meal what i'm saying is <laughs> Like if you have a particular means of information that you can reach out to parents saying that, look, if you ever need to discuss, if you ever need to talk about particular subjects in regarding to this particular thing, right? Here's a number you can contact. I have a background information and so and so. We will sit down and have a good discussion. And then maybe you can take some pointers and go home and see if you can do something better. You know, like I, mean? I was, we were, I was watching our last video there, um, of the woke Disney. You know, go ahead and go check it out, guys. It is, you know, it's, it's up there. It's rocking. Go one. It's a, it's go a good one. podcast. Um, but I was just, I was, I was listening, you know, listening back to it, just kind of trying to give ourselves some feedback and stuff. And I looked up, you know, all it gives recommended uh, videos. Up on top, it was an ad. It said. Um, the LGBTQ plus uh, quiz to find out if you are LGBTQ plus. And then I hit refresh because I wanted to see some, you know, check on views or whatever it was or see another comment that popped up. And the next ad that popped up was uh, to be able to tell if your child is LGBTQ plus quiz, doing it as a quiz. And to me, like those those are all right ways to educating because they're getting that point of an ad that maybe, maybe there is some preteen that's like, huh, let me click this and just take this quick quiz, you know, no more than 10, you know, 10 questions. And if it comes out with a thing, you maybe don't know how these algorithms work on these quizzes or anything, but let's say it does come up, says, no, I am part of the LGBTQ plus community. I'm going to be thinking in my head, okay, let me go out and try to expand my um, education reach and figure out what this actually means. I don't think you need a quiz to, to let you know if you like dudes or not. You no, know, it's no, how no, you no. feel. And it's just, but you I'm know? saying like, just that's just ways of educating to get I mean, a lot of people educate yourself. I'd be probably, you know, it's an assumption, but I'd be pretty. I think it'd be pretty fair to say that a lot of those individuals in general are either 100% sure or completely confused as to whether they support what they're feeling or whether they go for what they're feeling. You know what I mean? But I'm not against quizzes like that. Like, hey, man, if there's clear signs that you're just you just need some validation. I mean, sure. I, Why not? I you know? Think I think the first time you go to have sex with a dude and he tries to put that shit in your ass, you're gonna fucking know if you're down or not. Like, uh, cause Jesus Christ, I man. My hat's off to you. I mean, no, you're, you're totally right. Like you're, you're, you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out one way or another for sure. But yeah. 
Yeah, but you I, can't say I, that either, though, because there's some kinky-ass dudes out there that might just like the bow lick, the, like just a finger, uh, like a little bit of a finger. But it's insane. That's there's different. No, but there's a some finger. No, I Jesus Christ. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I can't. What I'm saying you. is that there's some kinks. So does that make that person gay because they like those kinks? You see what I'm saying? That's yeah. where it's it's hard. There's some dudes out there that like to get pegged by women. Yeah, I think, not, but they're not gay. You see what I'm saying? I so think that falls. I think that falls into that awkward conversation of far side argument versus a far side argument. And then the people that are in between and what do they classify as when you're talking about left and right? You know what I'm saying? The, the, yeah. This gray line is massive. Like it really is. Yeah. Like there's there's really no in between on it. And that's the hard part. Yeah. But guys, yeah. I mean, I do uh Yeah, let's uh let's let's, start let's roll right up, up here. And I do want to give a quick shout out to uh I know we already gave uh some of our comments a shot or a shout out but i do want to give one shout out to uh a guy named stunt (laughs) all right man because stunt he did he did come through uh we all uh, besides caveman i mean i know you probably might want to get your opportunity into giving us conversation with stunt uh very very well-spoken uh human being individual yes yes he just it, hats off to him man uh in the comments he brought out to the saying uh and he gave his hats off to us you know the three guys are brit uh from last episode he said this show is amazing uh i personally you guys uh you guys have uh the way you engage engage the theme and all the episodes that right there i stopped reading for a minute and it made me start recollecting what we were doing here and guys, I do want to give a small round of applause to each and every one of us. Hey, homies. Notice you guys. I, I have noticed, man. We we can pull uh, an hour and a half conversation and not skip a beat on it. We're not trying to fumble for anything on it, and that's that's just awesome. And he even said the hour the hour feels like five minutes. So. Yeah. It's in that to me. That's a good sign. So, stunt. Thank you for uh, watching watching the podcast. Uh, we look forward to more of your comments. Um, and then there's another also, guy here. There was an um, individual called Bristol Ramjeet. Don't yeah. worry, hey. sir, your conversation, your the topic that the information that you have brought out, um, we will go into it. Um, we just want to get more podcast. information. Yeah. Yeah. So we just want to get more information. Yeah. When we gather more information and the more we research into it, into this topic, we will have this discussion. And also, speaking of uh, subscriber count, bro, we jumped from being from 22 to 66 with small leaps, bro. Yeah, within the leap of this month uh, that we restarted this whole podcast. So I appreciate you all. And also the 66th subscriber happened to do it while we're doing this recording live. So thank you for that individual. Right. And also our last episode hit um, 400 and I believe it is 27 views. Right. So much... um, 
appreciate that's less than a week yes. yeah that's less than a week and that was published five days ago five six days ago something like that right so thank so you, you guys are the much. ones that are making it happen i mean yes i want thank you very i would much. love it like i said i didn't see you on this one but again if you guys made it to this part of the podcast uh go ahead in the comments dude leave me a leave me a winky face <laughs> All right. your winky face. <laughs> just to let us know who actually went through the yeah. whole entire podcast and made it to the end for sure and made it to the end and please don't be afraid to share it with your friends your family uh we we, we branch out to a lot of different age groups on this so yeah please like give us a, give us that thumbs up and i thank you for we're your trying support. to we're trying to grow our listening numbers right so we also got our podcast on spotify too so go yeah. ahead and check it out there if you don't have time to actually sit down and watch the video and you know sometimes if you don't if you're not a youtube prime uh, premium subscriber you know you can't have it running in the background and um, stuff like that so spotify is a great way to actually sit down and listen to i know a lot of people have spotify um, premium or and spotify as a general which allows you to play in the background so and also we are trying to branch out again to different platforms too like apple Podcasts and google Podcasts. so keep a lookout for that we will do it however all the information that we talk to we'll also post the links below in the description as a reference material so that you can have a look through on the discussion about the soybean topic that we were talking about yes. right so yeah. um, and don't be go and, ahead. and don't be afraid to join our discord I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that right there. Yeah. Guys, join our Discord. Uh, we'll, I'll have Windu post a, a link to the Discord uh, in the comments. Uh, join up there, and that's where we can talk. And we can talk we outside of the podcast. We would love to have an educated conversation with a lot of individuals who feel like you want to express your concerns or kind of like a comment that you want to throw it out there. We would love to have this kind of education, ed educational um, de debate or a discussion so that we can learn along with you get an idea as from our point of view too. So don't be afraid to just be like, oh, we can't say anything bad or we can't say do anything wrong. No. You know, just just do it. And, make it know, educational um, don't, don't and just... also like try not to be hateful try to be yes. open-minded to other people's thought process too you know what i mean so be open-minded don't just did you know reject that person's conversation or comment whatever it is altogether just try and be more uh approachable if you do not like just agree to disagree and move on you yep. know what I mean? So that's it. So I appreciate well, it. And uh, I, and more importantly, guys, hit the notification bell because every week we're doing these podcasts and we're putting them out there. And we want you guys to stay up to, with the topics that we're talking about because they're very relevant. Um, and we want to hear your your opinion because it matters. You know, this is what we do it for us, for you guys. So uh, please hit the notification bell so you guys can know each week what we're talking about. And Hell hopefully, yeah. and hopefully by the end of the week, we will have an intro video to our YouTube channel. Hey, so keep an eye spicy. Out for that too. Hey. hey. You know what I mean? So just keep an eye out for that too. So I love it. I love today's conversation. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. You guys had this great insight on everyone's perspective and opinion. So um, it was very... Yeah, these are talks that need... I, I think these are talks that we need to, as a generation start to normalize you get me yeah 
Like, yeah. it's okay to have a differentiating opinion. It's okay to still, for example, this is what you want. This is what you believe. That's perfectly fine. But that doesn't mean that we can't sit here and at least try to understand the other side. Like, for example, I, like all of us here, can, like I would let's say, at least as a fair assumption, we're all straight men, right? That doesn't mean we can't sit here and understand. That doesn't mean we can't sit here and relate you get me because at the end of the day that's that's where all issues come from lack of understanding or try to, or try, to uh, try to understand where the other person's coming from is listening see a lot of people nowadays man they do this yeah and not a lot of this and they don't use these they just run this all the time if you sit I, down just... and take a few seconds man and listen to somebody it, it may change somebody's life but yeah guys until next time. Yep. Let's call it. Appreciate everybody stopping by. Peace. We'll catch you on the next video. Thank you. Yep. Let us. Don't forget to wipe. Peace. <laughs> Don't forget.